Hello, everybody, and welcome back to E-Ticket, a theme park podcast. My name is Mike. And I am Rob. Hello, and, listeners. Oh. <laughs> Hello, humans. Just wanted uh, to get that out. Yeah. Hey, no worries. <laughs> so today, we're in a great mood because we are talking about Halloween Horror Nights. Yes, sir. Oh, I... yeah. No, it's, it's all right. Just let it out. everybody welcome back so uh today the topic of discussion is halloween horror nights 32 yeah uh, yeah i'm so excited i can't even speak right now I, i'm gonna need some water i'm gonna let you keep talking hey no worries so um this year was a little bit different compared to previous years they announced one of the houses last year mm-hmm. during horror nights 31 which was the chucky house it's based on the sci-fi television series and not the original movies. No, but it's the same premise. You know, Child's Play, it's a, a doll named Chucky. He's your best friend until he gets possessed by the soul of a recently executed murderous convict. You know, who you know, hasn't been there? Right. I mean, it's been so long since I've actually watched the original Child's Play that I actually don't remember the vast majority of the plot so thank you for that reminder you're welcome yeah i get to confuse a leprechaun in my head all the time <laughs> i mean i just remember leprechaun for increasingly jumping the shark the further it got into it well that's the fun of leprechaun like yeah. isn't the third movie entirely in space like isn't it leprechaun? one of them is it might be number three it might be. okay yeah so the point still stands yeah <laughs> We're, oh, Leprechaun House. We can dream. Please. <laughs> Let's. At that point, we might as well ask for like a troll's house. They're eating her. Oh, trolls And then too. they're eating trolls me. Too, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, last year, they announced that they were going to bring Chucky into uh, this year's house, mm-hmm. uh, which was actually kind of interesting because even last year, they had like Chucky like photo booths that you could get your picture taken in. Yeah, he's... He's been a, a presence at Horror Nights throughout the years in general, either mm-hmm. as a scare zone guy or, like you said, a photo thing. I think they did that two, maybe three years in a row. I had, it all blends together in my brain. So Chucky's been a mainstay for Halloween Horror Nights, even though he's not done anything for Horror Nights. It's kind of crazy to think that you could always buy his merchandise yeah. for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and we should mention one thing. This is about the Orlando version of Horror Nights, because I know in yeah. Hollywood it's a little bit different. It is, and I'm I'm not going to say anything about Hollywood, even though I've heard a couple things they're going to have, and it sounds kind of cool. Yeah, mm. the, to the point where I think even some of the houses are being specifically marketed as either California or Orlando houses this year, which is interesting because mm-hmm. that means that there's going to be differences in the actual attractions, which is new. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, just to spoil one thing real quick, there's a house here and a house in Hollywood that are the same name and same premise, but Slash does the music for one of them. And I'll let you guess which coast that's on real quick. Is it? Yeah, well, California. Of course gonna... it's California. He's a yeah. California guitarist. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but is is it the Stranger Things house? No, it's uh, the Universal Monsters, which we'll get to. Interesting. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they announced Chucky last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the big IP houses started coming out. The, the first and most immediate one that everyone was very excited about, uh, myself included, although I have not actually watch the show. I've played through both of the games many times. That's fine. Um, Last of Us. Yes, Last of Us. I did watch the show. I have not played the games. You've played the games. You have not watched the show. Yes. So this is going to be great. Yeah. Nice little balance. <laughs> they have um, come out and said this is based on the PlayStation game. So there's there's that. Yes. Um, but obviously they're going to lean towards the show too because that's where a lot of their audience is. Right. I would imagine that not a lot of people that are going to this have actually played the game and are more just along the lines of, hey, like... The show was really popular and really good. To that end, uh, they actually announced about a week and a half ago that uh, Pedro Pascal uh, and his co-star, whose name is still eluding me right now. Yes, um, also eludes me. Yeah, they're, they're both going to be recording new lines just for the house. So I'm genuinely curious to see if they're still going to follow the sort of game universe or of the show universe with that but regardless 
Uh, I'm really excited about this one because, mm-hmm. to the best of my knowledge, this is the first time that we're getting a house that is, in some capacity, partially based upon a video game franchise? Uh, it's the first one since, I want to say, HHN 25, where we had Resident Evil. That's true. But neither of us came that year. No. So, we're we're why would we remember? Yeah, yeah. that's... I, and honestly, that must have been a good house to go through. Maybe, but it was, that was such a stacked year. That was the year I missed and felt like an idiot for missing it because it was... Well, it, Resident Evil. Resident Evil. It was Werewolf of London. Mm. It was um, another, I think, Freddy vs. Jason. Oof. Yeah. Uh, there was a bunch of them that I just heard and was like, God damn it. Was I'm... that the year that they had the Alien House, too? Or was that the year No, that after? was the year before. Oh, the yeah, year before. Was the year before. Yeah, I yeah. did that one. That was my first Horror Nights. Which, um, God, I, I'm i such a huge fan of the Alien franchise, so the fact that I missed... Yeah, it was, the well, it was Alien Predator. House. It was Alien but, Predator. I mean, even so. Yeah. Even so. Oh, yeah. You didn't even have to see Alien vs. Right. Predator. It was and such a great house. We're never going to get an Alien anything ever again because you know, Disney, Disney owns Disney that. owns it. So. Yeah, look at us. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Maybe... Maybe like twenty years down the line from now, for like Mickey's not so scary, you can meet the Xenomorph as one of the characters. I'm just picturing Goofy dresses as a Xenomorph. <laughs> like there's already kids scared of Goofy. Let's dress him like a Xenomorph. Yeah, see if that's... Let's just make it worse. Yeah. Uh, we are sidetracked. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um yeah, so uh to the best of my knowledge, aside from Resident Evil, mm-hmm. this is the first time that we've really had like a, a big like video game centric house, which is nice. Um, that's not like a haunted arcade themed thing. Oh, that's a good point. Because I think they've done something similar to that in a previous Horror Nights here, where it wasn't like a a full IP house, but it was like, ooh, what if what if the what if the arcade came to life? Right, and the murder games killed you. Maybe, maybe. I feel like I they feel had a like scare zone that was kind of like a yeah. 1980s video game that would murder you, but like that's, that's maybe that's what I'm getting confused with because I think that was the first year they had Stranger Things because the front walkway through what is now Minions Land, yeah, was like they had all those arcade cabinets, yeah, so yeah, it was yeah. Like that 20... were all lit up that everybody wanted their pictures in between. That right. was 2018, 2018, I think, yeah, or 19. It was one of those <laughs> two. Either way, either way, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So really exciting news. Uh, and then, of course, we got another big announcement, which actually just came out, I think, about two weeks ago, which was that they announced that Stranger Things is going to have a house again this year. Yep. Stranger Things, Chapter 4. Chapter 4. Whatever we call it yeah, these days. Yeah, whatever. The one with Eddie. Yeah. So, <laughs> of course, you know. And Chrissy, wake up. Yeah. <laughs> wake up, Chrissy. Wake up. That's how the, I mean, spoiler alert, I've heard that's how this, hearts, this house starts is Chrissy, wake up. I don't like this. I mean, hey. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It does, yeah. You know, it's one thing that I'm genuinely curious about is when they did the Stranger Things 2 house, Mm -hmm. this was... um, 2019. Yeah, 2019. They had a... It was the first two seasons, and then they only had the scene from the Starcourt Mall from season three where they fight the Mind Flayer. Yeah. And that was all that we got of season three. Right. So I'm genuinely curious if this one is going to even address season, even three? Address season three at all, or if uh, they're just going to focus exclusively on season four. I think it might just be exclusively season four, because I was thinking about this, and without spoiling season four, which is about a year old now... Uh, there's so many different journeys going on right. in season four that they have to cover Russia and they have to cover what California with Argyle. Can yeah. Argyle please be here? And we have to deal with um, Eleven's journey and we have to deal with Vecna and, and the upside down. Exactly. Eddie. Well, well again, Vecna, we have to deal <clears throat> with Vecna. Yeah. Right. So like there's three or four different settings that go on in season four. So I, I think that's all it's going to be. Because they have to cover so much or as little as they want. I guess so. I suppose that's fair. And also, not for nothing, season three, while markedly better than season two, is also not really as friendly horror focused. Yeah. yeah, like it's, it's not really it's more gore gore focused. Yes, uh, which is why I haven't really cared to rewatch it. Yeah, but, although yeah. season four does have. Well, again, oh we don't, we don't yeah, yeah, without okay. spoiling too much, you're right. There will be contortionists in this house, probably. We'll yes. say that. <laughs> and there's also the way that that one character near the end of the series 
has their moment. Oh, yep, yep, that too, that too. Uh-huh. Um, so um, anyway, we can expect yeah. um, Kate Bush running up that hill. It's probably going to be the last thing we hear as we walk out or something. We can expect that clock chiming. That that means you're probably going to die. And, yeah, uh, it's maybe we get Metallica in a great finale please, with a guitar. Please, I hope so. Yeah, so you know, again, three houses announced, and uh, these. This was all the way up until like mid July. We only had three houses, which was yeah. insane. Oh yeah, they. So in previous years, they've had a bit of like a like a sort of, you know, little drip mm-hmm. of content that comes out slowly as the event gets closer. But this year, they they literally didn't announce like Wait. the majority of everything until what seven eight days ago. Uh, I, I mean, as of the time this gets released, who knows? But I mean. It was honestly just days after they announced Stranger Things. They yeah. announced everything else, which is nuts. So there's 10 whole houses, five IP houses, five original houses, uh, four or five scare zones, and they announced a show is coming back. And they did this all in just one day. Yeah, insane. Insane. Which just never happens. That just That's just not a no, thing that they, they do. No, they get all their IPs out of the way a month or two before they announce everything else. So this it's insane to think of we are weeks away from this starting as a time we're recording, and... This all just got released. <laughs> yeah. And we haven't even talked about the last, like, IP house, yes, which is uh, The Exorcist. Is there... Oh, uh, yeah. We have The Exorcist, and we have that other one with the monsters. To talk yeah, Universal yeah. Monsters. Right. But I, I I don't know if I'd necessarily... They're, they count it as IP. Okay. That's the only reason why I group it with that. I yeah. guess because it's like, they're focusing it's on... their the, intellectual problem. Yeah. And yeah. it's... One thing I am excited about, about the Universal Monsters one, is that they're not focusing on the traditional... Universal monsters that they've mm-hmm. done for previous events. Mm-hmm. So this one, no Wolfman, no, no uh, Mummy, no, no, no Dracula, no Dracula, no Frankenstein. No Frankenstein. This one is uh, Doctor Jekyll, the Phantom of the Opera, and the Invisible Man, which I'm oh, and, very curious. And the Hunchback of Notre Dame. And the Hunchback, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm so curious how they're going to do the Invisible Man because that's going to be really cool. Well, so there's a couple ways to do it. The first is effects to be like, where is he? Yeah, uh, which was the joke in 2019 when there was all the Universal monsters in the house. They're like, "Did you see the Invisible Man?" LOL. Uh... Yeah, uh, <laughs> but also like he'll just wear wraps. That's fair. Or a hat. Or yeah. Like yeah. So I'm just I'm you're right. I'm curious to see how they're um, gonna pull yeah. this off multiple times. But it's gonna gonna take place in France. Uh, I guess we're gonna start off in the catacombs, and then we're gonna go top level. We're yeah. gonna go to an opera house, the French, the Par- the Parisian opera house. That's what they call it. Uh, we're probably gonna go into Notre Dame. Like, yeah, that'd be that's just gonna be so cool. This this house, I have a lot of high expectations yeah. for, and I probably shouldn't, but oh well. And then there's the Exorcist house, which uh, as of the time that we're recording this, uh, the movie hasn't even come out yet. No, and it won't come out until October 13th. Yeah. So this is uh, Blumhouse's um continuation of the Exorcist story. Linda Blair, I think, is also supposed to be in this film. I think she. I, I don't know if she's a major player or if she has a cameo, but they definitely confirmed that she's yeah, yeah. in the she film. She as an actress is in it. I don't yeah. know if her character Reagan is in it. I would imagine that maybe maybe that's like how they do it, where it's like, oh, when I was a kid, like I had to deal with Pazuzu too, and then yeah, it's yeah. like if this is Pazuzu or, or you know, was it Pazuzu? Yeah, I mean, no, it was. It, it was. was. Okay, well, yeah. I don't know if this is, you know, because every you get time what I'm saying every time I say Pazuzu, you I just think, think of Futurama. Of Futurama. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> shout, Pazuzu. Shout out to Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On we, on we to you all. It's <laughs> so, so good. Um, uh, but yeah, so, so yeah, we really don't know anything about that house at all Other... because literally the fact that the movie doesn't mm-hmm. come out until like a month and a half from now yeah the creators of the house described it as a living a walkthrough trailer for the movie which like last year with Bloomhouse we got the or Blumhouse sorry I, there it I goes will, again I will reset the that. counter yeah um, last year with Blumhouse we got the freaky. black phone and freaky yeah. it was a double feature yeah and um, oh now that I think about it this is probably the first ever Blumhouse house that's just going to be one property yeah and it's the property of a film that won't even be out by yeah. the time the event starts that's kind of interesting huh. yeah i mean i never saw the black phone um, I, I didn't either after saying i was definitely going to do it yeah and here we are a year later and black I phone definitely felt like the stronger of the double feature that was there last year oh for sure for sure so it's interesting knowing that we are now going into what is just a just a one production blumhouse mm-hmm. special 
So I'm curious to see how that's going to turn out. So those are the IP houses. Yep. And then we have the... We have five original houses. Five originals. Yeah. Now, um, there's one I want to save towards the end because it kind of ties into... All the scare zones? Yes. That's a good call by you. So the first one, and the one that I've seen people talking about very excitedly, is the Dueling Dragons house. Yeah. Uh, were you ever fortunate enough to ride Dueling Dragons? When it was still over in uh, in Hogsmeade, right? So, yeah. mm-hmm. well, I don't know. You, I mean, you definitely rode the Dragon Challenge. Oh, back when it was the Lost back, Continent. Back when it was actually Dueling Dragons. Yeah, were you ever able to yeah. do that? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. So the Dueling Dragons roller coaster, the Fire and Ice, which famously had that loop where they both look like you were about to run into the other person. You could have kicked their feet. This and the other. It's the roller coaster that was eventually replaced by Hagrid's uh, magical creature motorbike adventure. I think I got all the words done uh so uh, no no it's hagrid's magi- magical, magical creatures, creatures colon oh motorbike adventure you're right punctuation is important <laughs> uh so the original <laughs> yeah the original version of this house was or now i'm all over the place the original version of the ride dueling dragons before harry potter took over the lost continent area uh was in the realm of merlinwood and Merlin had to protect the town from these two dragons. Now, the story of this uh, house is that Merlin is trapped in, I guess, a tree in Merlinwood. Mm-hmm. And so there's these two wizards. I want to say they're called Pyrot and Blizzrot because that's sure. how... Fire and Ice. Yeah, Fire and Ice. Sure. But these are two wizards. And they are, they're trying to get Merlin's spellbook, which was actually in the queue of Dueling Dragons. Now that I think about it, uh, where the Triwizard Cup was for Dragon Challenge. Mm-hmm. It was a, yeah, so it's kind of cool they tie that in. But So they're in, they're in a power struggle, they get to the book, and then they get turned into these dragons of fire and ice. And I am here for this. But did you you know how this how the ending's supposed to be? So the two of them like fight each other, right? Apparently, we get to choose our ending, and yeah. there's four different endings. Yeah, so like... <laughs> When you when you get to the the last section of this, uh, again from what we understand, from what about we it, understand, what we've been they're, told, they're basically like the path splits in two, and then there are two smaller paths that can split off from that section, and that's how they determine the ending that you get. Now, this sounds like it's going to be a mess. It's going to be a logistical nightmare, and I have to I have to physically keep track of what I'm doing. Right. Um, so this is this is going to be yeah insane. Yeah. But I'm I, I'm. <laughs> it's going to be exciting because uh... this is the first time that they've ever like tried something like this before. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious how they're going to make it work. Right. I mean, the, the fact that you, the fact that they put this in the line for the first part is great because if you remember the old roller coaster, Dueling Dragons or Dragon Challenge, either way it was pick your side, red or blue. Right. And so that aspect is in this house. I love it. So this is what I'm trying not to get too excited for. But at the same time, I'm getting way too excited for. I and... just think I think they're gonna just split it in the beginning. Like I think that's the easiest way to just control crowd flow. So like you'll mm. there there'll be two splits when you get in, and each of them will have like the same thing just until you get to the end where you choose which choose one another wins. One. Okay. Yeah. Either way, I'm getting I'm getting way too excited about it's it. Gonna and be if good. they if they sell the shirt similar to the kind they had in the early 2000s, where it's the red and blue tie dye shirt. Where half of it's fire and half of it's ice, I, yeah, I might lose it. I, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I'm way too excited about that house, and I need to, I need to, I need to chill. Yeah, um, and then we, uh, so we have a couple more houses that are non-IP. Um, there is, there, there's two that I'm going to leave towards the end. Mm-hmm. The next one on the list is the Darkest Deal. Yeah, um, which is about a blues musician who like makes a deal with the devil. Of sorts. So, yeah, he, uh, he sells his soul to become a great musician. And from what I hear of this house, uh, music's going to be a huge part of it, which it's going to take place in the Mississippi Delta, they said. So not necessarily New Orleans, not necessarily Biloxi, but like the Mississippi Delta. That's fine. That's cool with me. I'm all for that uh, That feel. Um, I don't know if you did. I think it was called Bayou of Blood or yes, something I did. like that. Yeah, yep. that was a fun house. So if it's half of that plus music, yeah, I'm all for that. Say less. Yeah. Um. We don't really know a lot about that one. Not, um, not just like we don't know a lot about this next one, which is <clears throat> uh, called Blood Moon colon Dark yeah. Offerings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what What do you have a copy in front of you that says? Because I know 
so food to get along. But. The the official blurb uh-huh. is in a colonial era village, moon worshippers witness a blood moon at their fall festival. They take it as a sign to hunt down any non followers, including you and your scream squad. Okay, yeah. Oh, scream squad. They're using that again. Yeah, uh, which I'm not a hundred percent on board with, but that's whatever. Um, <clears throat> so blood moon. It the setting is cool. Yeah, I. I I'm just curious how it's not going to just turn into like a Salem witch trial adjacent thing. I mean, that's basically where I'm at. Uh, I know they did a house for Roanoke back in 2014. Ooh, yeah, that, that so was cool. Yeah, Roanoke, the lost colony, yeah, or whatever we call it, yeah. But like that was cool, but it had to do with cannibalism and like Native American also influence. So like it was all over the place, but it was a colonial vibe. So okay. it had that going for it. So I'm that's my grain of salt going into Blood Moon is I've seen them do something in that vein. So I'm not exactly I'm not high on this one, but I haven't set it to the side just yet. Nice. Yeah. So the next two of the non IP houses that we have, mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited about both of them because they both tie into previous Horror Nights events. Um so the first one is Yeti Campground Kills. <laughs> yeah, buddy. So this is apparently a direct continuation of the storyline that was introduced in the Yeti house from 2019. Was it 19? I yeah. thought it was older than that. No. 2019? Yeah. So it's apparently a direct continuation of that story. Now, that house, the one in 2019, uh, if I remember correctly. And... Maybe it was 2021. No, it was older than that. Okay. Then yeah. Maybe it was 2019. All right. Yeah. Uh, it was the storyline for that one was that it was like an old west mining town. No, it was or um, that was no that, prospectors. The, it was prospectors. prospectors. You're right. So it had that element to it. Yeah, but it was in like uh, the Yucatan or something like. Or not Yucatan. Whoa, wrong continent. The um, Yukon, Yukon territory. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> Yucatan is like the opposite. Yeah, of yeah. That's what I'm it. saying. The other the other part of North America. <laughs> yeah, the Yukon territory. So like Canada. And, yeah. Um, and they were like prospecting and like they yes. disturbed the yetis. And yeah. so this one is meant to be a direct continuation of that same storyline. So I'm curious if it's where it's going to be, because the only blurb that we have for it is that uh, you and your friends are about to venture into a 1950s campground overrun by huge menacing yetis mm-hmm. who rip apart anyone who gets in their way. Yeah. You must flee to the ranger tower to escape. So, this is going to be interesting because this is another example that they've been doing in recent years where they sort of combine houses from previous years into a continuing storyline. So last year we saw it with Dead Man's Wharf and Winter's Wake, mm-hmm. which we declared our house of the year last year because sure. Winter's Wake was just so, so damn good. good. Yeah. And apparently the reason I'm excited about this one is because the creative team that did Winter's Wake last year are the ones that are doing the Yeti house this year. Oh, okay. So not only is it a continuation of one of my favorite previous houses, mm-hmm. but it's a continuation that's made by the team who made what is arguably one of the finest houses that they've put out in the last decade. All right. So I'm very excited about that. Okay, my only note with that one is this one's going to take place in the Rocky Mountains, and there's our ongoing joke with Universal Creative where they are just calling every... every um, What's the best word? Cryptozoological bipedal thing. They're just calling, yes, they're just calling yeah. them yetis. They're calling them all yetis. So you know like, what? If you remember Cinema Slaughter yeah. a few years ago, they had what they called swamp yetis. Okay. Which were actually swamp, which is really swamp apes, but they just called them swamp yetis. And then <laughs> when they did the, um, the one two years ago for that, that yeti house, that was actually Sasquatch. But they are, uh, yeah, Sasquatch, but they called it yeti. And then this one is going to be uh, going to be more of an American Bigfoot, but they're just going to keep calling them Yeti. So that's what they're going to do now. They're just going to call them all Yeti. Go for it. So, yeah, yeah. I'm just, <laughs> I'm fine with it. So we haven't had a true Yeti yet, but we're calling all them all Yeti. Might as well get close to it, right? <laughs> uh, and then we have the the last of the non-IP houses, but this one is arguably one of the most important. Yeah, this is the one that's going to break your brain a little. A lot of exposition, so I'll let you get into this. Yeah, so uh, I have basically as much information as I could gather about this particular house because it actually directly ties in the overall story of Halloween Horror Nights. Not necessarily any of the houses or anything like that, mm-hmm. although this this house does affect all of the others. 
Mm-hmm. So the last house that we have on the list is Dr. Oddfellow's Twisted Origins, um, which is basically a house that describes where Dr. Oddfellow came from. Now, I have not had the chance of actually being around for any of the horror nights when Dr. Oddfellow was the host of it. Same, uh, but before this house was even announced, did you? does that name even ring a bell before any of this? Because it did not for me. So, yes and no. Okay. The reason I say yes and no is because um, one of the first years that I went to Horror Nights was, uh, was I think it was 2015 or 2016. Uh, Jack was still the main host of the event, and he had been for a few years at that point. Now, I remember distinctly the next year when they announced that Chance was coming, mm-hmm. that Jack had been killed by his creator. So that's why Chance was coming out, and Chance's whole shtick was that she was trying to like carry on the legacy of Jack, but like also she was not Jack. Right. And now we're sort of coming full circle on the icons like horror story. So I'm it's very fascinating because essentially, um, based upon the research that I have done, um, and again this is built over this is a vast interconnected web of horror nights lore that has been built up for yeah, like 20 no. years well, again i say buckle up because I, I was re-going through all the exposition i had to, to just scour through just for this horror nights just for this one and it's a lot it's yeah. very exhaustive so we'll do we'll do a quick breakdown well as best we can yeah yeah but essentially dr Oddfellow is the reason that horror nights exists um, in as many words. <laughs> I mean, his claim to fame is he's the one who thought he original, originally killed Jack the Clown, Jack Schmidt, but essentially he's also, in doing so, he accidentally made him immortal. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so, why we always get Jack at Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. This, this house is going to kind of navigate the sort of very dense backstory that uh, Dr. Oddfellow has and his relation to Jack the Clown. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious if Jack is going to show up in this house. Uh, from what I hear, he'll definitely have a presence, but not overwhelmingly. And mm-hmm. at one point, we're going to get... See, this is this is why I hate to really get into... It's not even really a spoiler. It's a, you need to look for this, because if you don't notice it, you might not. At one point, we're going to see a silhouette of Jack... And then Dr. Oddfellow is just going to, like, murk him. Okay. Yeah. And then Jack's going to, like, scratch or knife his face or something. And in doing so, he gets Dr. Oddfellow's blood mixed with his own. And that's how he becomes immortal. Yes, because Dr. Oddfellow became immortal on the night that we go to that. Again, this is a lot of exposition. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's... uh, So, Jack will be in the house, kind of. We're not sure how big of a presence, probably not a big one, but the silhouette is the important part, and I don't know how prominent that's going to be for guests in the house. So that's why I mention it here, just because you might go through a couple of runs of this house and not even notice it. Yeah. We don't know yet. So, And this one is interesting because it also ties in the existing scare zones for this year as well. Yes, yes. The crazy thing is, back in the old Horror Night days, when they had a uh, an icon for the, the event... The person would just essentially take over the whole thing. And this feels like one of those years, which we haven't really experienced. Last year was close with the Pumpkin Lord wanting everything Halloween. Mm -hmm. So therefore, everything was Halloween, uh, which you you think, why wouldn't it be? It's Halloween Horror Nights. Trust me, it's not always just Halloween themed. Um, So this year, it's every scare zone is about Dr. Oddfellow. Yeah. Yeah. Which... The scare zones are also about the experience that he has in his house, and some of them link back to previous uh, Horror Nights attractions. Yes. <clears throat> so, as a matter of fact, I believe all of the scare zones, except for Vamp 69, directly relate to Oddfellow, and then Vamp 69 is like tangentially related because of the monsters that he unleashes. Yes, he, he basically incites... We'll get to this, but yeah. he's, he's the one who incites the Horde to attack a music festival. Yeah. So basically when you go through this house, 
it connects to previous houses and the scare zones that exist. So you kind of go through the journey of Oddfellow's life. Mm -hmm. So again, based upon the research that I have done, uh, essentially it starts in the 1920s. Um, well, Dr. Oddfellow is like an explorer who essentially like wants to harness the power of the Zodiac symbols. Like yeah, very, very well, Dragon that's, Ball Z -ish. That's, well, that's the first, the first scare zone. Actually, I don't know which one's technically the first. Well, okay. So the dark, he, he uses the Zodiac in a dark way. So therefore it's the dark Zodiac because he can, yes. he can summon things from the dark realm using distorted and monstrous versions of the Zodiac. So I believe it's the Hollywood scare zone is just called dark Zodiac, I think. Yes. So we'll but... see just monstrous versions of the Zodiacs, like Taurus, Virgo, Gemini. I want to see what Pisces looks like. It's a big yeah, old Pisces. fish. <laughs> big old fish boy. Give it some teeth. Score. I said Scorpio. Yeah. yeah. And it's just really interesting because th this is the first example that we have of a um, house that also ties into a previous house and a current scare zone. So the, the very first section you go through in the house purportedly is the Jungle of Doom. So there is a Jungle of Doom scare zone that is going to be in the park this year. But it is also a direct continuation of the Jungle of Doom house that was in Horror Nights 13. Mm. Okay. So that's just really fascinating. Um, so he goes through there. He basically finds, like, he, he, he pulls an Indiana Jones 4 and finds a crystal skull that, like, gives him unlimited power. Yeah, it, it does something. And he affixes it to the top of his cane, which he calls the Cane of Souls. Yeah. Um, I don't know too much about it besides that. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't think you really need to know much more beyond that because he next goes and collects like the, well, I the, mean, he brings the Zodiacs to life. So he summons them from the dark realm. Yeah. Yeah. And they get like unleashed upon a carnival. And this house is a continuation of a house that was featured in Horror Nights 10. Mm. So they're really digging deep on like old Horror Nights gotcha. lore okay. to pull forward. Um, then you, uh, proceed forward into the 1940s or fifties where he takes over a shipping yard, yep. which, um, is another, uh, scare zone that shows up here, which does not have an old analog that it's a continuation of. Oh, okay. so that's, that's so kind of it's, interesting. It's kind of original, but also yeah. not. Uh, and then from there he goes to a music festival. So this is vamp 69, which, um, this one. I found this out the other day because a member on Universal Creative was talking about it. But this attraction is actually a prequel to Vamp 85. To Vamp 85 but which it's a is... sequel to Vamp 55. Yes. Yes. So it's, it's an in-between it's... quill. Right. Yeah. The, the, the mid-quill. Sure. Yeah. And it's very interesting because uh, although it doesn't have a previous house that it was based off of, it still takes place in between the two previous few previous like festival setups that they've had gotcha which is just interesting because mm -hmm. the implication there is that he was responsible for all three of them because he's effectively immortal so like you know why not well i know he was his story says he was definitely at the new year's party in 1985 i don't think he was at the one in 55 but someone from 55 who was also in 69 was yeah. at both of them and also he's at odds with that person Again, does this sound exhaustive already? Are you writing this down? <laughs> Do you have, like, it, if this was a movie, there would be the part where there's, like, 17 pieces of paper on a corkboard that are all connected together with red lines. Oh, and it gets worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is no Pepe Sylvia. Yeah, so, so it gets worse, right? So there's this, there's this whole thing where, like, Oddfellow, like, has this fight with Jack. So, like, Jack gets killed in the year 2007 and he basically gets like locked away into like a zodiac dimension for the, like 16 yeah, years. Yeah, he goes into the dark realm. Yeah. Yeah. Like he he got banished to the shadow realm. Um and Jack inside the shadow realm finds a way to kill Olato who was a previous Horror Nights icon. Yeah, who was a so vampire. He is now canonically a dead Horror Nights icon. And he, like, uses the power that, like, Olato had to, like, 
reclaim the cane of souls from Oddfellow and escape from the dark dimension. Wait, wait, no, no, we got this all backwards. Jack banished Oddfellow into the dark realm. Oh, sorry, and, yes, and, yes. Oh, and Oddfellow is the one who killed a lot of Yeah, see, apologies. See, folks, see? this. If we were being tested on this, we'd get a strong 90, but it's a lot of material. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, and then, wait, but there's one more part. See? So, <laughs> uh... You also find out that Oddfellow is not just doing all this because he's just an evil person. Um, it turns out that he is working for fear. Uh, yes. Like, literal, actual fear. Fear, the, the, the Horror Knights icon from HHN20. Yes. Yeah. The actual canonical god of horror that exists in the Horror Knights universe. Yeah. Oh, and also, a lot of, or not a lot of, see, god damn it, this is so much jargon. <laughs> oh. Oddfellow, Mr. Dr. Oddfellow, son of a bitch. This guy, <laughs> he has the ability to change his appearance and not quite shapeshift, but alter it to be like, okay, now he's a different person. Now he's a different beast even. So like, even when you don't think he's there, he's there. You might say he's an odd fellow. Oh, Jesus. Uh... <laughs> so, uh... But, yeah, There's so, so much, so much. I, I, again, I've spent the last week researching enough to go, this is exhausting. Like, if I didn't know any of this, I might be more excited. But since I have to, like, grasp it all, it's just, it's killing me. I mean, if this was college, I would have dropped this class. I still don't think it's as bad as the house that we got two years ago, which was the Unsolved Case Files one. Because that one literally had, You're like... Right, that one was loaded with everything right that, that was literally like um, hey kids do you want potential answers to like 25 years of lore that is extremely convoluted and doesn't really make a lot of sense well you have can't we have got it. the house for you <laughs> yeah <clears throat> but also nothing that is actually revealed here is going to be important no. so, so yeah <laughs> so, so yeah this is a lot <clears throat> of information uh, that we're slinging it back to you and as you can tell we're trying to make sure we have it right in real time and i'm not sure we do yet um I'm not. I don't know how many casual people going to this event are even gonna know stuff like this. I guarantee you, the number is like less than five percent. Like, I don't think it'll matter that much in the scare zones. I mean, it, it kind of does, but at the same time, it kind of won't. But it's this is a lot. See, I just so the last scare zone, which is the one that we didn't really talk about, is like when you walk in, it's oh. Oddfellow like introducing himself, himself to everyone. It's a, it's a reintroduction. He's like, hello. He's like, he says right. he can grant you immortality. Uh, but you which have is to survive the night. Yeah, which yeah. is a lie because he just wants to steal your soul. To Steal your soul. Exactly. <laughs> so he can keep his immortality streak going. So. Yeah. Like, so the last scare zone sort of like introduces the, the concept that like everything here is like part of Oddfellow. Yeah. It's a table of contents, as they like to say. It's, yeah. it's a preview of everything else going on in Horror Nights, except this year it actually makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's going to be interesting because as Horror Nights has gone on in recent years, they've kind of gotten more, uh, I, I guess aggressive is like a good way, with like linking the stuff that they already have established, which is fine. I have no issue with that. It's just, there isn't really, like, if you're not looking in for, like, a lore dump, then, like, you, no. you know, you're yeah. not going to get it. No. And the vast majority of people that come through those doors are not going to give a shit about any of the <laughs> any of the lore that's out there, you know? So, I mean, it's it's interesting, uh, and it's going to reward longtime Horror Nights fans, but it's it's a lot. It's a lot, and I don't yeah. know how necessary it is for a casual fan. Casual, casual. Yeah, yeah. So, but whew, it's exciting. But holy yeah. crap, I feel like I'm cramming for a test that I don't need to be cramming for. Yes. Now there are some other interesting things of note with Horror Nights this year. This is the first year that they're featuring uh, a pre-show of the food and beverages that they're going to offer. I saw that and I was excited until I saw the price. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, you're paying that hard night's price for everything. Just, you know, it's, you get to experience everything like two weeks early. You get a sampling of the food, just a sampling, uh, from a uh, lots of foods. I think a couple of drinks mm -hmm. or, but it's $160. Yep. Thank you. Next. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I went from being excited to not caring in an yeah. instant. <laughs> Um, but bless them. Uh, they are bringing back a Nightmare Fuel show this year. 
Yes, and I hear the direction of it's different. We're going to have a, a female protagonist in this one. So we'll see what direction the show goes that way. Yeah, I, I didn't uh I didn't watch the show last year. I saw it once and um, it was it was it's like they try to go up to 11 on what they did the year before and it, some of that stuff did not need to go to 11. Yeah, cuz like the year before was year already before was pretty good. The year before was like a 12. Yeah. So it's like you're trying to like crank it up past that. Yeah. And that was not, I mean the first year that Nightmare Fuel pre- premiered it was such a good show. Mm-hmm. I mean it'll never replace Bill and Ted. Never will. Just two different shows. Right. But it was a good show. I didn't see the one last year. I did see the new uh, Wooder show that they had last year, which was pretty cool. Yeah. This year, we're, I think... We're not getting one. That the, Yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't think they have one. No, there was a strong rumor a couple of weeks ago that, oh my gosh, they're, they're they're doing stuff with the pipes in the lagoon. Do you think they're going to bring back? And the answer is... No. No, not not for this. Sag. Which, yeah, that, that's something I... I came to really like in the past couple yeah. of years and, you know, grab my pumpkin beer and post up, but like, no, it's not coming back this year. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's uh, a little disappointing. Yeah. They, uh, there is uh, one unique thing about this year too, is that this is going to be the first time that we have two tribute stores open in the park at the same time. That so is, that is the rumor as which, of right now, yeah. the Jurassic park 30th anniversary store is still open in Universal, and they haven't announced an end date for it yet. Mm-hmm. But we pretty much have all but confirmed at this point that they're going to be setting up the original Tribute Store location over in the New York section of the park as their Tribute Store for this year. Right, which is supposed to be a comic book theme? Yes, it's a comic shop, which I am very excited okay. about. I'm not sure if it's going to be a comic shop all the way through or a comic shop that devolves into a comic book. But either way, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, yeah. But it is interesting because they are going to have two tribute stores open, which is the first time they've ever done that. Uh, the new prevailing rumor is essentially that they're going to have two tribute stores open at all times of the year from now on. Yeah, we'll see. So essentially, cool. the Mardi Gras and Halloween Horror Nights store will stay in the New York section. And the Christmas and summer stores will be open in the Hollywood. Sen- in the Hollywood section, yeah. like at for forever, okay. <laughs> or right. until people get tired of it. Yeah, we'll see which one happens first. I mean, right now, the the Jurassic Park store is incredible. All the set pieces. Oh in there my are god, insane. it's so cool with the uh, the power box and yeah. the, uh, the I T Rex in the toilet. Yeah, you can sit on the toilet. Yeah, and with, get a picture with an actual T Rex in front <laughs> I mean, of you. Like, that's just so cool. <laughs> Oh yeah. man, it is yeah. It's really just, well done. It's it's a very well done house or uh, not house um, store store. Yeah, very very cool. Yeah. And I'm just curious to see if that's what they're gonna do because if they do, then like I'm I'm here for it. Like let's do oh, it. Yeah, for sure. Because the tribute store is always like really cool to witness during Halloween Horror Nights, but the fact that they could potentially have two open ones throughout the entire length of the year. Nice overlap, so there's not a rush to mm-hmm. knock things down and get things up. That'd yeah. Be, that'd be nice, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to we'll have to see. Uh, but, yeah, and then, you know, there's all the other stuff that comes with Horror Nights. There's all the specialty food and drink, which neither of us know anything about. No, I'm waiting for those signs to go up. Yeah. Because last year I was disappointed with the food somewhat because, uh, I mean... Not to say 2021 was a perfect Horror Nights, but 2021 might as well have been a perfect Horror Nights. Between the food, the drink, all the shows, all the houses, it was top notch. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what comes up with food this year. I'll be. I'll probably throw some of that on our gram. Why not? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. 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 Gotta, gotta boost that presence. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no and, one's uh, following me on Threads. <laughs> <laughs> there is a uh, one more thing. Um, which we didn't mention, and that this is the first time ever that Halloween Horror Nights will be featured in the Harry Potter sections of the park. Oh, rumor, rumor, rumor. Let's get to our rumor parts, because they haven't announced these. Okay. So I say these. We're talking about rumors. Talking about rumors that, so are, that look like they're going to be true. The, the big one right now yes. is that uh, Diagon Alley will be featuring Dementors. Yep, Dementors, Death Eaters, I'm not sure which, because they've done both in the other side, in yeah. Hogsmeade, so we'll see which one we get, if if we get, oh, we're getting some, we gotta get some. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, it's no longer a safe space. I, I think we're gonna get them, and the reason I say that is because 
not for nothing, they've they've put up all these like miniature stages around Diagon Alley, mm-hmm. and Diagon Alley doesn't have already of... have a lot of space to maneuver right. in. Yeah. So like, why would they put it there if they weren't going yep. to? Use I hear it? there's like a random box in Nocturne Alley now, which. There's Probably. one right next to the three broomsticks. Yeah. So these are or suspected to be... Sorry. Or uh, Oh, good Lord. Uh, 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 leaky, leaky cauldron. cauldron. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so like these these are suspected to be uh, fog machines. That yeah, but like... Even, so. even fog machines would be cool because like... Well, I mean, why would you put them there if you're not going to put right, things... Yeah, yeah. Right. So it's, it's being... Again, I have to keep saying rumor just for integrity's sake, but it's looks like it's, it's probably going to happen. Yeah. Uh, another one is... And this one, I'm not seeing a lot of traction anymore, but there was a lot more. Uh, the movie Megan that came out mm-hmm. with like the child's friend's a robot who learns to the point where she figures out murdering things is the simplest thing. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, we're going to have like a a horde of Megans, uh, supposedly by the animal actors stage and Simpsons in that area. Yeah. So that's, again... Rumor that's losing steam, but also still a very strong possibility. I think it's a possibility, but I also don't think it's going to happen. It's And the yeah. reason I say that is we are already at the point where they've kind of like info dumped everything on us at this point. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they did it all in one day, to me, kind of spells out like th- this is it. This is it. what you yep. get. Yep. Full stop. End of story. Like it would be nice if we got more but I just think with what we have right now, they're literally just like, no, no, that's that's, that's it. That's, that's like it. you're done. That's yeah. all there is. There is no more. Yeah. That, that's probably that's again. This is why I'm stressing hard rumors here. Right. We get because. it, and that's it. Uh, but yeah, that one's losing steam. Uh, but the Harry Potter one seems to just be growing in strength. Yeah. So and I, I think it's gonna happen. It, I really do. It's looking like it. I is. think we're gonna yeah. get Dementors or at the very least like Dark Witches and Wizards there. Yeah. Which would just be cool. Yeah. It's just just conceptually a cool idea. Well, I remember the first year in 2014 when Diagon Alley was open and they would not let you walk into London. They boarded that or they put up mm-hmm. a fence and it's like, oh no, you got to walk around. So that narrow pathway by the water was a mess. Yep. And the next year, because they had to go to JK and be like. Look, lady, uh, we need we need to have this space open for walking at least. And they ended up opening the entire area, but they didn't make it spooky. And then in 2016, they changed all the music in the London area to just be like Death Eater and Voldemort Ooh. themes from the actual movies. So yeah. they just took all those themes. They just played those on loops. And I guess the JK people heard about it and they, they were like, no, 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 we're not doing that. So. That's why I just got to keep saying rumor because until it happens, it happens. So see, I just I think it's going to. I, I do. I think yeah, yeah. Especially because the other park play has been doing this for years now. Right. So it's 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 got to be. It's got to be. But yeah. I, I, again, and I can't give myself a hundred on that. There's one more. This is not so much a rumor, but more just a curiosity, I suppose. Um, there is a tent that gets erected for Halloween Horror Nights every year next to Men in Black. And mm-hmm. in some years it has been a house. In other years it's been like a, a sort of like pseudo walkthrough or like VIP area, or sorry, RIP area. Ah, yes. And this year they aren't doing anything with it, which yep. has a lot of people, myself included, Scratch very confused. So why did they put up a tent in the first place? Right. So, and uh, it's not like this isn't even close to the area where the the characters actually like get changed. No. So it's kind of curious as to why it's there so yep. no one really knows what's going on with that one nope so maybe as we get closer to the event they might be like oh this is where like the rip tours are going or this is going to be part of like an extended queue area or something i have no clue i mean it, again we we're discussing this off off mic but it could be something as simple as well we needed an extra storage space because True. the section behind kids zone is a mess right now yep. so things had to be moved there that couldn't that usually would go somewhere else. So again, we don't know what's going on there. It might be nothing. Like this, this is all speculation right now. And maybe we get answers. Maybe we don't. We'll find that out, <laughs> and um, we'll get back to you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I think that's pretty much everything, right? That is pretty much everything. My last two notes are the Red Coconut Club is going to be the Dead Coconut mm-hmm. Club once again, but it's going to be a different theme as it was last year. So the Red Coconut Club is the top of the escalators in City Walk. It's a bar that normally you didn't know it's there. And also the Swizzle Lounge at Cabana Bay, which 
it's all it's pretty swanky. It's gonna be um it's gonna get a Halloween overlay this time, but it's not a huge space. So like they're saying like this is gonna be where the Pumpkin King's gonna. But like I is he, he's not gonna be there. It's not big enough to have the Pumpkin King there. And they're gonna say, well, if you want your little boo fix, we'll have like little boo stuff over there. So maybe she'll have a sipper. I don't know. Little boo that cute little jack lantern everyone seems to love. Yeah. So uh, love those those are my only two other <laughs> notes that we're we're not gonna do. <laughs> we're not gonna do, we're not gonna review. It's but it's there to it's there for the offerings, I guess. So yeah. H H N thirty two. Yeah. I uh, I think it's pretty safe to say that both of us are very much looking forward to it. Very much. And uh by all accounts, it's gonna be a pretty solid year. Oh yeah. Very excited. I remember last year we had a little bit of concern about some of the houses not being like super good or super mm-hmm. bad, just kind of like mid. Yeah. And I was more than happy to be proven wrong on some of them. Winter's Wake in particular, like again, I will sing the praises of that house for forever. Years. Yeah. Years. Because it was so good. And it's nice that this year I don't think there there's anything where it's kind of like eh. Yeah, I got two question marks, but I'm still generally excited. Right. Yeah. Like I think this hasn't there hasn't been many years where I look at the lineup top to bottom and go, Oh good. I wanna I want to experience all these houses in yeah. a positive direction. Yeah. I, I think a significant portion of that is just anchored by the fact that like we have four very strong IP houses this year. Mm-hmm. Like very strong IP houses. The Exorcist house that we had a few years ago was very, one of the best yeah. ones that we've had. It was so damn good. So the fact that they had very a creative sequel, the way they put that together. Yes. yes. Like they, they actually had the Reagan like move down the stairs during the house, which was just so yeah. damn cool nope, to see. Nope, nope. Yeah. Very, very cool. So needless to say, Horror Nights 32 is shaping up to be a very good Horror Nights. Very good Horror Nights. And yeah. Yep. Uh, hopefully we can, we'll see if we find the time. Last year was a, a jumble of a mess with trying to figure out scheduling and yep. hurricanes and this, that, and the other. So hopefully we can have like a, a nice uh, temperature review. Not much of a, not much of a spoiler, but more of a, hey, here's some tips. Here's some things we, we think you should try. Maybe we can yeah. look at one of those episodes. We said this last year. I'm going to say it again. And uh, we'll definitely have a recap when it's all over. And maybe it'll come out by Thanksgiving. Maybe it won't. We'll yeah. figure this out. <laughs> Again, who knows? Like, last, yeah, year, yeah. last year was a cluster, folks. Yeah. So <laughs> here we go. Hey, we're back. Halloween Horror Nights. Very excited. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Well... Uh, I think that pretty much covers it, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, once again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, yes, if you, you can got find this us. Far, thank yeah, you very much. If you've made it this far, if you've made it this far, yeah. Check the Instagram for a quiz on the Odd Fellow. No, no, no. We're not going to do that. But <laughs> well, maybe, maybe it'll be a poll. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, we, there we go. So, yeah. yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to us and joining us today. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find us and our socials. I believe right now that the only thing that we it's, really consecutively is, post on is Instagram. It is just one social at the yeah. moment. Um, I'm on the story more than I am the feed, which I saw in market research. That's the way Instagram is going these days. So nice. look at me. Uh, yes, follow our Threads account. Yeah, well, I, I don't even have. I don't even think yeah, I follow our Threads account. I don't even. I, I don't even. I've All been right, on we'll, Threads. We'll I was it. on Threads once the, the day I started it, and I haven't been back because yeah, I again, it, I think we've mentioned Twitter, now known as X. Um. Yeah, we're, we're off. I think we're we're pretty much we're moved off. away from Twitter entirely. Yeah. And, Sorry, folks. Uh, I don't think we have a Facebook page either. No. So follow us on Instagram. So your, so your mom can't follow us. Uh, at eTicketPod. Yep. And uh, yeah. So once again, guys, my name is Mike, and I'm Rob, and together we are the eTicket, E-Ticket Podcast. Podcast. Thanks for listening. See you.